Welcome back. I am Ellie Clark, your inquisitive, charismatic host. Today we continue on with our riveting podcast series, America, Who Are We? Free, patriotic, home, proud, strong, alive, blessed, diverse, open-minded. Give a loud salutation to our lovely, ambitious, patriotic guest, Alice Giannone. She comes all the way from the most humid city of the Lone Star State, Houston, Texas. Howdy, y'all. I'm so pleased and fortunate to be here on this fine, exceptional, and starry night. Stars at night are big and bright, deep in the heart of Texas. Anyway, moving on from Texas, let's answer these questions. <laughs> Before we get into this interview, how would you define the word diaspora? Yes, ma'am. Bring it back to the original Greek meaning, scatter about. This word relates to the movement of a group of people from their homeland to different places. For instance, there were many times in history from the migration of Europeans and Asians to the Americas to now more current times with the South American border countries such as Mexico. To be easily recognized, this word can be compared to words dispersion and distribution of people, cultures, or even languages. Thank you for that knowledgeable definition, Alice. Now into the real interview. Who is considered an American in your eyes? For me, personally, being an American comes within a sense of oneself. You have to have that deep down feeling that you are an American. That is your true and found culture, and that is where you belong. That sense of pride is what defines you as an American. While it may be harder to find this sense in your soul if others are alienating you from this country, Your own belief should not be affected by those of others. Many immigrants have ties to their old countries or their previous homes, in particular in Jhumpa Lahiri's book, Interpreter of Maladies. Oh, I love that book. It was just captivating. Yes, indeed, Ellie. I believe the As for that, in the sixth chapter, Mrs. Sens, there is a deep sense of longing to return to their old country and residence. Miss Sen now lives in Boston with her husband which by reading we can infer is an arranged marriage where she lives unhappily in a country she does not believe she belongs in. Uh, I remember the part where Elliot notices that she never calls her apartment home, that she is always referring to her home country where her family lives in India. By then, Elliot understood that when Miss Sins said home, she meant India, not the apartment where she sat chopping vegetables. Yes, that was exactly what I was thinking of. Her family lives in India, and she misses them dearly, while she also struggles to find herself in the American culture. She just doesn't fit in. She is fearful of driving, and she is accustomed to living in her old conditions. She even struggles to sleep sometimes. To quote the book, here, in this place where Miss Sen, Mr. Sen has brought me, I cannot sometimes sleep in so much silence. In that case, as they say in Texas, home is where the heart is. I would hate to be in constant search for home or belonging. Do you believe that the amount of years someone has lived in the United States can decipher whether or not they're an American? Explain to me the reason behind your opinions. I think this falls again under the circumstances of the ties that one has with their home country. For some children who have migrated, their lives have always been in the United States and they know nothing else. This is their true home and culture, the one they are accustomed to. 
However, for the older generations, even if they have lived here for numerous years, they are more likely to fall back on their past cultural experiences. These people will never truly call themselves an American unless they let go. Are there any scenarios or events you can recall from your own life or from anyone you know? Yes, I do. I have a friend named Samantha who had moved to America with her family from Mexico. Since her accent has gone away, no one can tell that she isn't from the U.S. Because of this, she's viewed as an American and treated equally by everyone else. However, she has said that she feels only two-thirds American because Mexico still feels like a home to her. Also, her parents have spoken on their feelings on not always feeling American. This is because they have lived in Mexico for so long and are still accustomed to their old traditions such as food, clothing, and language. Their accents also play part in how they are treated. Even after living here for years, this just shows that people are so quick to assume. Earlier, before the show, we had listened to a podcast with the well-known author, Jhumpa Lahiri. If y'all would like to listen, it is titled Jhumpa Lahiri's Struggle to Feel American and can be found on NPR Morning Edition. Do you understand why she feels as if she can never be fully American? How do your thoughts and opinions differ Mrs. Lahiri? I do agree with Jhumpa's definition of being an American for a We both believe that it comes deeply from the belief that you are an American. Although my views on this debate show that it is a one-sided feeling, her beliefs are that of a two-way street. Some people will alienate a person for being a different culture, skin color, accent, or clothing, and automatically stereotype them as foreigners. Interesting perspective. Oh, how the time has flown. While I am sad to have to let you go and end this amazing conversation, I am afraid we only have time left for one more question. How is the assimilation of people into America both positive and negative? Well, as this is the last question, I'll start with the consequence. It can be hard to have so many people assimilating into your country because they bring so many new things, and change is a daunting fear for many people. This can set off many negative actions like revolts and protests, leading to unfair laws against people just trying to make their way here in the here U.S. Ending on a positive note, these changes lead to a brighter tomorrow and more prosperous future for our country. Immigrants bring new ideas that change the face of modern technology and the way we see everything. They bring experience and knowledge of lands we know so little about from our books compared to their memories and the things they have seen. These people bring a light, a light to our society that many people fail to see, but is a driving factor to the success of our nation. Wow. Just wow. What an astonishing interview. I could not have asked for a better guest. Aw, thank you bunches for having me, Ellie, and to the listeners as well. Bye, y'all. And we're out.